I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, that, that Alex Twal intro never gets old. Welcome back to Tin List Tuesday. It's round 26, it's the second last Tin List Tuesday of the year. On the Inside NRL Show, we are proudly sponsored by the Standard Squeeze and Ryan from Astute Newstead, and I'm the Supercoach Brain, joined by the Supercoach Matrix as always. Two weeks to go, mate. How's the side shaping up? <sighs> Look, it's had more hits than the Beatles this week. Um, right. it's, it's struggling. Latrell, gone. AJ, not playing. Cody Walker, mm. not playing. Garrick, not playing. Who might I bring in? Teddy, not playing. There's your podcast. Put it away. Thanks for, thanks for coming tonight, guys. That'll do. Um, <laughs> it is, it's carnage. Luke Roden in the chat has mentioned one word, carnage. And I, I do agree. Um, only because we've got two very well-owned players in Latrell Mitchell, obviously being suspended, he he won't see another regular season game this year. Taking the plea, so he'll, he'll miss one week. Who won't yep. see another Super Coach game for those playing at home? Which which really hurts. I mean, to be honest, I was eyeing trading him regardless, so it doesn't really matter for me. Uh, and obviously, for people that care about their head-to-head finals, it doesn't really matter about <laughs> round twenty-seven. If you if you don't have a focus on uh, overall, and it doesn't matter where you come overall, and maybe you're out of the top thousand, you can't get your Zinger voucher. First of all, that's a fucking tragedy. But secondly, it doesn't really matter if you come 1,500th or 3,000th or 4,500th if you win your head-to-head grand final. So if you're out of the running of that, have a crack this week, which is exactly what I'll be doing. So we'll talk through our trades as we always do, around 26 ins and outs, mate. There's, I'll... I'd say there's some obvious ones to talk about, but not really much super coach relevance aside of that. Um, Captain's VC, start, sits, and of course, we'll answer questions as we always do every single week. But before we do, please support the show, guys. We are, I think, nine subs away from 700. So, I mean, hey, it'd be cool if we got to 700 after this episode, Matty. I'd, I'd enjoy that. Um, so, guys, if you... Um, it's an interesting one. If you, uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, and you're not a subscriber, please hit the button at the, uh, at the bottom there. It would help us out. Hit like as well. And if you're listening to us on Apple, Spotify, or Google, leave us a rating, hit the follow button, do all that good stuff to help us get to more people. We would appreciate it. 
Last week wasn't the greatest week for yourself. Um, how'd the rank finish up? Is it worth even mentioning? How are you feeling about it? Well, I think uh, like the week before I moved up like 1,700 spots and I dropped 1,200 spots last week. So I just undone some Still of ahead. the work that I'd done by by turning it around. I'm in and around that 9,000th at the moment. Um, look, was just within 5,000 just four weeks ago and um, – yeah, look, made made some wrong decisions, got some injuries to blokes like CNK and that. Uh probably made the wrong decision to go with some Souths players, but not disappointed looking at the matchup that Souths had. I thought it was a really good play. Um I thought bringing in Latrell and holding on to Cody Walker and everything like that was was good plays. Turns out it wasn't. So that's why we play Supercoach and we don't just, you know, look at projections and give someone a win every week. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And sometimes it's the most logical options that just don't work. It doesn't mean it's a bad choice. It doesn't mean that you don't know what you're doing. It just the the way that the game played out in the weekend didn't suit. So Yeah. I think something um, that we've always done on this podcast is if we've made a mistake, we've owned it. Um and there's plenty along the way. Um I was really high on on Hudson Young, you know. Um we've we've made some bad calls throughout the year, but we've also made some really good calls. Like I got on CNK at the right time. I got on Cody Walker at the right time. You know what I had Nico and Cleary missed out on SJ. Did it come up Trump some weeks? Yeah, it did, but also some weeks I've ended up on top. Um yeah. I think like what you're going to get is transparency from us. So. 100%. And look, that's why we say our ranking every week. That's why we say, you know, I remember the week that I captained Cleary. I literally didn't even want to do the podcast that week. I'm like, fuck, it was just the worst week ever. Um, but we still came on. We still talked about our score. We talked about our moves, our trades, even if they didn't work. So hopefully, yep. hopefully people are happy with that. Um, I, w- I got 1392 last week with a captaincy of Munster. So looking at my score, I could have scored 1520 last week in, um, and that would have been very, very close to winning the unlimited league as well, by the way, if I captain Cleary instead of captaining Munster, but that's the game. That's, that's the risk I took. It was a pod captaincy. It didn't work. Um, guys, thanks for hopping on as well. By the way, we've got a few people in the chat. Troy Beard had a big score, 1380 last week. He's up to 640th overall as well. So that's huge. Nice mate. Um, Late Night's Flying Kites is back with us. I think he's had a couple of weeks off. Good to have him back. Matty Grange is on with us as well. Big Mick Delaney's in the chat as well as always, the host of the AFL show. And we'll be doing some NBA and some BBL at the end of the year as well. He's a very busy man, Big the big horse. <laughs> we got a mock um, draft after this, actually, me and, me and the big horse. That'd be good. So we'll talk a little bit about what we're doing over the next few months as well, leading into the back end of the year at Insight, because there's some pretty cool stuff happening. Uh, we've got Mark on as well, who's on every single week. We've got Phil Unfiltered, who, shout out to Phil, made his debut on the podcast, I think it was last week, on Sunday night with uh, with the big horse on the AFL show. So good on Phil for getting involved and quality episode as well. Um, Paul's on, Mr. Callio's on, Adam S is on. So thanks, guys, for for joining us. Drop your questions below or, or let us know how you're feeling about this week coming up. Hopefully, you have some trades. Fingers crossed. If you listen to us throughout the year, you would have some trades left for this week. Um, but before, mate, before we, we tackle the winner of the Unlimited League and, and move into the actual teams, let's give Ryan a shout-out from Astute Newstead. Um, you know, we've both worked with him personally as well. So uh, we can speak from experience working with Ryan. He's sorted both of us out with with refinancing our mortgages. So, you know, if, you, if you're not quite sure about that side of things or that world, if you don't have the time maybe to go and hit up all the major banks and, and look at the interest rates and all that kind of stuff, maybe you're not sure about whether your rates are too high or too low or even if you can afford the home you're looking at. You don't have to wonder. You can hit Ryan up. He'll he'll look after you. You can contact him on Instagram at Ryan Astute Newstead, or you can give him a call as well on the mobile number linked in the description. So he will look after you and just make sure that you let them know that we sent you um, and, and Ryan will sort you out. You get a, obviously a free consultation as well. He doesn't charge a fee like other brokers. So he, he's got you covered uh, and we thank him for his support as well for coming on and uh, sponsoring the podcast. Legend. Um, Let's talk squeeze of the week, mate. Our other sponsor, the Standard Squeeze, uh, very kindly give out a combo pack or a four-in-one to the winner of the Unlimited League every single week. And this week it goes out to Miko. Not Mick, Miko. Coach of yes. Mosh Addo Carnage. What a belter of a name. <laughs> With a 1559. There is a bit of carnage this week, which is very fitting, but 1559 is huge. So 
Congrats to Miko, mate. If you're listening or watching, reach out to us on socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever it is that you follow us, and, and we'll sort out that four-in-one or the combo pack, mate, and we'll get that out to you. Tim is still in the lead as well, Matty. Uh, can anyone chase him down now? He's in 21st nah. overall with a 208-point lead. No. Nah. Put it away. It's a lock. Tim's got it, you reckon? Okay. Well, I mean, we've got Brett, who's coach of Mighty Spurs. He's come from nowhere. He's in 82nd now. And the coach of the Widgie Grubs, Robert, he's in 98th. So that 200-point lead's going to be hard to chase in, in this final two weeks. But, hey, how, how many trades does Tim have? Who knows? That That's the question. Hopefully a few. Imagine if he comes from 21st to win it all. That would be fucking awesome. Yep. Fingers crossed for him. Um, mate, Rabbitohs are on the buy, which is why there's carnage. There's, yep. there's a lot going on. We've got Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell, Alex Johnston, Keon Kalama Tungy for those of that went a pod. A lot of people jumped on Cam Murray because he was cheap. Damian Cook is an alternate hooker. Ty Munro, we all got on. There's seven players right there from the Rabbitohs and really hope people didn't load up too heavy on them because this week you may as well just write your team off if you've got all those guys. Yeah, I can. Um, I've got three of them and um, yeah, I'm in a bit of trouble. Spoiler alert, in a bit of trouble, but got two trades, so I'll see what I can do. You must listen to the Insight NRL show if you've got trades left. Can I be completely honest? I wish that I'd made some trades before this week so that I didn't have so many Rabbitohs. I was considering it last week, and then I was like, no, the Rabbitohs against the Knights is still going to be a good matchup. Um, let's just do it. I nearly traded AJ to Eli Katoa last week. I was so close. I'd had it queued up um, because I've got the Willie Army duel, so I can do that. And, uh, yeah, just didn't do it. Spewing, man. That's that's a 100-point swing, that yep. move. And that's, that's how quick Supercoach can change. I think I would have won at least a couple of my leagues if I did that. So, Would you have got me? Well, I can't remember. It was close. I, it would have gone real close. Yeah, it would, have, it would have gone to the wire. Yeah, about the same, actually. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, had it queued up, didn't make but that then move. I was just, yeah, had it queued up and just decided against it last minute. Um, you know, you're sitting there, you're watching the game. I was excited for the for the Knights Rabbitohs game too, and I was like, gee, it'd be good to have Alex Johnston to cheer on. He's still got Cody Walker and Latrell down that sweeping side. How dirty. Hurts. Hurts. All right, people are here because they want to hear about the teams, not us waffle on talking shit. Actually, maybe they do, maybe they are here because they want to listen to us yep. waffle on and talk shit. So uh, you can, hey, stick around. You'll probably get a bit of both. Panthers, Eels, Bluebet Stadium, Eels in a bit of drama. No Mitchell Moses, obviously, again this week. Um, the Panthers back to near full strength. I wouldn't say full strength. Isaac Tungo is still out, which means Tyrone Peachy is still in center. Brian Toto is back, though. He's back from arrest. Uh, Jack Cogger is at hooker. Sonny Lukes just can't buy a start. And uh, Zach Hosking is in the back row. Scott Sorensen still not back yet either. So they're not quite full strength, but they're still fucking good enough to beat the Eels pretty well this weekend, I think. What are your yep. What are your thoughts on how the Panthers go this week? Are there any any targets, I guess, for you in this game? Yeah, I've actually been looking at Dylan Edwards. Um, he's in and around that low 500s, um, coming off 100 last week. Parramatta have been bad. Um, if you don't mind me saying it, they're going to miss out on finals. Um, yeah, look, I am just looking to get a piece of that Penrith pie. I think Dylan Edwards was pretty banged up. He, there was chatter about a rib injury, and then he's had that week off. He's just had a stunner of a game last week, and I think that he's going to go really well. Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, I think left wingers, if you still have Sunia Taruva by some miracle and he's just sitting there on your pine not doing much for you, I'd be playing him this week because the Eels do let in a lot of tries to left wingers, the most in the comp. So it didn't quite work out for Daniel Tupo last week, but i tell you what, it'll. Uh, I reckon Sunia Taruva gets over for one or two if Tyrone Peachy decides he wants to pass the ball that week. We will yep. We will see. Uh, Peachy could doesn't. be a good target too. He probably doesn't. You reckon, you reckon history tells us that, right? Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, for I the eels, common sense tells you that, and that, and that. Don't mind a bit of common sense, just not too much of it on the podcast, please. Uh, we <laughs> we usually steer away from that kind of stuff. Um, Sean Lane is back early. I thought his season was over, but they brought him back. He starts off the bench, uh, coming back from that elbow injury. Brendan Hands is the guy to drop off the bench, but then they're one to seventeen. Otherwise, Dylan Brown with the seven jersey, Dejan Arcee in the six, Gutho at the one. 
we've still got Hopgood. He's been named at lock this week. They're starting Madison on an edge this week as well with Bryce Cartwright. So, I mean, if you've got Hopgood now, they've got the Panthers into the bye. If you're an overall player, do you trade Jermaine Hopgood this week against the Panthers into the bye? I mean, if I'm an overall player, I traded him out four weeks ago. But I think that you have to. I think there's no worse matchup than than Penrith and up except for the bye. So the Hopgood to Eliasa Katoa trade is is well and truly on this week. Absolute. Look at what the um what the storm have been um have been throwing up lately, especially with how good Jerome Hughes has been. Um yeah, Eli Katoa is a big target. For sure. Uh we got burnt with the Cleary VC. Um, a couple of weeks ago now, I think it was. Do we take? Do we run the gauntlet and go against Mark's rule of never VC or C on a Thursday night? No, I would still. I think I'm still planning to vice captain Cleary this week. So, okay. I'm, I don't I really. With that. I don't. I don't think it's too bad. I am. I've only once ever captained somebody on a um on a night like this. Um, and that's at the start of the year when I was worried about AE and I captained actually Jermaine Hopgood um, for about 110 in round two. So, um, yeah, like when when you've got so many AE nightmares at the start of the year, um, I've sort of worked my way to make sure that I don't have that now. I'm not worried about vice-captain Cleary. Yeah, me too. I've got no AE nightmares. I think my my AE nightmare is bloody Hudson Young at this rate. Uh, so it's not too it's bad. Like, yeah, it's like Welch or Max King or Hudson Young or something like that. And they're going to get 40 on their worst night anyway. If he yeah. comes out and gets – if Cleary comes out and gets 180, yeah. Yeah, you're locked in there. Um, anything else on this game, mate, before we move on? No, not really. Um, yeah, just how much has – and, like, I don't want to comment too much on Dylan Brown, but how much has Dylan Brown missing those six games derailed the eel season? Yeah, ruined him. Absolutely ruined him. I mean, they don't get me wrong. Gutho took a step up when he was out, um, but yep. then it's kind of they Mitchell Moses and Dylan Brown barely had a chance to play together. Moses yep. then now out for the season. Dylan Brown comes back. I think they played one game together. Uh, so, yep. yeah, they just haven't been able to put it together this year. They've just had so many issues in their back row. Rotation has been all over the shop. I'm not quite sure what Brad Arthur's been doing, but it just seems like they've got a different back row every single week. Madison yeah, have will be they off had the that bench many, one week. Like they shouldn't have these issues. Like they've got such a quality back row. It's like we're saying we've got they've got issues because they're bringing Maddo off the bench. Well, they did that last year. They've got all this talent and they just shit it away with poor coach. I think so. Okay, let me ask you this. If Sean Lane is healthy all year, does that change where they are right now? I still think they end up where they are with Dillbags. Okay. Maybe yeah. maybe they're a bigger shot at the eight. I, I rate Sean Lane. Um, he's mm. going to be a target for me again next year. Um, he was a target for me this year when he come back. Um, but, yeah, look, it is what it needs is. To be starting, needs to be starting left edge, and he needs to have Dylan Brown inside him. So yeah. speaking of speaking of the deal bags, apparently uh, we've got a couple of mates in a chat that uh, <laughs> spotted him out at uh, the main fiddler for anybody in Sydney. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to make a comment on whether he should be doing it or not, but if it were me, I'd be uh, laying low. For the rest of the year, but hey, fair call. And if I was going to any Ripping. pub, it wouldn't be one called the Mean Fiddler. Oh yeah, I tell you right now, it is the dodgiest joint. Just built for built for a good time, but not in the way that I think Dylan Brown would like to have a good time at this point in time with cameras on him. But anyway, let's move on. Warriors Dragons, mate, go Media Stadium in Auckland. This one, um, the Warriors have enjoyed some nice home games, considering the Tigers took their home game last week to New Zealand. Uh, they haven't had to leave New Zealand for about, I think, three, four weeks now. So they're, yep. they're settling in nicely at home. They're in fourth place, I think it is at the moment. Um, or is it third? I can't remember. But I know they're that they third. can drop as low as fifth. They can drop as yeah, low they're... as fifth if um, things don't go their way and other Storm and Sharks get a couple of wins. It's very important that they get a home game in there. They need to be in that top four, in my opinion, to really make some noise. Yep, agreed. Uh, it means they get a second bite at the cherry, basically. If they drop into fifth, they lose, they're in trouble. 
So uh, imagine not a good if place. they dropped to fifth and get the Knights. I tell you what, it'd be a cracker of a game, but it'd be really disappointing to see the Knights or the Warriors go in the first week. Um, they're some mm. of the most dynamic, exciting teams to watch. So. Spot on. Uh, in terms of changes here, we've got Tamari Martin making an appearance on the extended bench this week. So I'm not quite sure what happens there, but keep an eye out on team lists. We might see Luke Metcalf drop out and Tamari Martin come into the six. I don't know whether they do, though. I think Tamari no, Martin probably comes off the bench more than anything. Um, might relieve Wade Egan at hooker if Wade Egan's playing. I haven't even actually checked that. I've watched um, a lot of Tamari Martin, um, and I think think that he can be a really good utility. I think with the way that Luke Metcalf stays, um, they keep the things that the way... O'Brien keeps the things the way they are. So They've got Dylan Walker on the bench as well. They've got Jackson Ford, Bailey Siren, and Freddie Lussick. So, I mean, probably Bailey Siren and drops off the bench there. Or maybe even yeah. Freddie Lussick, considering he's the backup hooker. Yeah, Who knows? probably Freddie Lussick. Who knows what happens? Opinion, so. Yep. Yeah. Not important super coach-wise, though. Uh, Mitch Barnett's still out. And... Um, I'm not sure how many people have him, but he was a nice pod up until a couple of weeks ago. Well, I had him in draft and I'm playing, let's bring this up. Uh, Phil wants to have a little dig and say, glass half full, at least I don't have to play against Braino. Well, guess who's second in draft and playing the number three team in knockout draft this week? It's us two. We're just keeping the inside fantasy sports uh, combat alive, I guess. It's, I think, if a you... couple of times now. We're, if you're in that uh, many, going. if you're in that many fucking comps, we got to come against across each other at some stage. So, I think we're okay at Supercoach as well. So, you know, most of the time we'll make head-to-head semis or finals or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that'll be interesting. We'll share our draft comp because obviously, look, draft is completely different to classic. We don't have any players in common. It's impossible. So, it's going to be a really interesting matchup. I've got okay. Kalen Ponger in my team. You've got Jerome Hughes and Harry Grant. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I've got Jerome Hughes and Cam Munster actually. Fuck me. All right. Okay. This, that could be anything. I, got, I, mean, I'm, I, I could got be in a bit in like the fourth round. Like I didn't even yeah. want him. He was just sitting there and I was like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, righto. Yeah, may as well. I took, I took Sean Lane in the sixth. So, yeah, I've, I made some big mistakes and some and some real big wins. So. Yeah, yeah. We'll share our teams. We'll get it going again this week. It'll be fun. Um, Josh Curran starts on an edge. They're one to 17. Otherwise, no other changes there. And Lomax is the only in for the Dragons. And I couldn't give a rat's ass about any of the Dragons players because I am not touching any of them. Not with a 10-foot pole. Um, let's talk Warriors options because this is one of the target games, I think, for this weekend. Because we've looked at the Warriors over the last four weeks and we've always been looking at these four matchups over the last month. This is probably one of the best of them, especially for the guys we're targeting in terms of Sean Johnson, uh, Charles Nickel Klockstad, and Dallin Wateni Zalesniak specifically is is probably going to be one of the more or one of the most traded in guys this week. He scored 175 the last time he played the Dragons. There is a genuine yep. VC option in this game, which is why I'm I'm not going to VC Cleary. There's so many good matchups this week. I'm going to go in a different direction, but I can't talk anybody out of VC and Cleary, SJ, CNK, DWZ this week. It's a fucking awesome matchup for them. I don't want to be too negative, but if you have a look at the last three weeks on of St. George, though, everybody thought Parramatta were going to thump them, and they've just won in round 23. And then you go to round 24, and St. George and Souths was a close one. I captain Latrell didn't get the result that I wanted, um, and then you have a look last week and South kept um, Cam Munster to twenty six points. Just if you're thinking about a straight C, I would just implore you to maybe look at vice captain. Everyone uh, should be really short this week. <laughs> I mean, yeah, everyone's saying carnage, right? Fucking Rabbitohs out everywhere. Ruben Garrick's out as well. Who ninety odd percent of the top one percent have. Uh, Latrell's suspended, so people are moving him on. So, like, Latrell and Garrick are probably going to be the two most traded out guys this week. So you've got options and you've got cash. Let's just hope you have two trades left. Otherwise, it could be a fucking nightmare for you. Um, yeah. I like DWZ, though. Can't can't talk anybody out of getting him. And I know that you make some good points in terms of the Dragons have had some closer matchups than we thought, but their left-edge defense is fucking terrible. It is horrific. Yeah. It is by far the worst in the competition. And... DWZ's last score against them basically tells us everything we need to know. That yep. same, it's that same left edge. Um, you know, Moses Sully's a terrible defender. Max, I think Matt Fine 
he he's pretty ordinary as well, and and every single team is just targeted that that right side every single team every single week. Yep. So, and DWZ has been one of the best, one of the best of them. And I tell you what, C and K and Sean Johnston are going to have a feast. They will absolutely. I don't have SJ, and fuck, I'm nervous about it. I'll tell you that much. Um, Dolphins Cowboys at Suncorp, mate. This is another game you could target, especially with uh, Cowboys. And there's one specific player that I'm bringing in this week from the Cowboys against the Dolphins. The Dolphins just look like they're kind of falling apart at the back end of the year. Um, so let's talk teams first. Hammers back at fullback. I have to play him this week thanks to Ruben Garrick and AJ being on the bye. I was going to play Garrick and then trade AJ. Now I have to trade Garrick and keep AJ on the pine. So that means Hammer gets a start in my team this week. Uh, Cody Nicarima goes to 5'8". Uh, Lemuelu and Kenny Bromwich are back. They both start. And then Herman SASA and Ewan Aitken drop to the bench. For the Cowboys, Hylam Lukey comes in to replace Jeremiah Nanai, who looks like his regular season's over. And Finney Fuyaki is back on the bench. Zach Labutt comes into centre. Tuolungi back to the wing, which is great. And this one hurts. Semi Valame out with a knee. Yeah. That's... Um, kind of come from nowhere. I don't know whether I missed this at the back end of the Cowboys game or whether this was a midweek thing, but um, yeah, that hurts because he was a really nice pot option for a few. Yeah, I told a heap of people to get him last week, um, people that slid into my DMs and some uh, close family and friends, and uh, yeah, I'm just waiting for the hate messages to be honest. Yeah, it, it it's the kind of downside of running a pod, isn't it? You publicize yeah. every single move that you make. So, you, you know, when you when you think about so many different things, you're going to get something. Oh. When I walk into work after a bad week, I cop it from like five different directions. So That's so good. Um, luckily, the guys that I work with, there's only one guy that is actually okay at Supercoach, or probably two, that's okay at Supercoach. The rest like change their team once a month. So they don't really yeah. care. Uh, so I don't cop it too much. So I'm, I'm lucky in that respect. Uh, now... In this game, Scotty Drinkwater, how large does he go? This could be anything. Huge. Um, but I don't like his matchup against. So if you're in head-to-head finals, I love bringing in Scotty Drinkwater this week. Uh, but he's got the Panthers next week. Um, I don't have anything to play for because I just got knocked out of four head-to-heads. I won't be looking at Scotty Drinkwater because I'm worried about how he's going to go against the Panthers next week. Yep. Um, I would love to, um, but I'm going to look for some softer matchups for two weeks. I always call it massive. Sometimes mm. they say huge. Huge. I'm hoping he goes huge this week because he's on my radar. At the moment, I have him in my team. At the moment, I've done Latrell to Drinky. Now, yep. does it stay that way? I'm not sure. The only guy that could knock Drinky out of my squad before Thursday night or whenever the, the Friday probably could be Dallin Wateni Zelezniak. So yep. those are the two that I'm tossing up at the moment. I'm not quite sure which way I'll go. But um, at the moment, Drinky's in, and Drinky's my VC for this week. I know that next week the matchup sucks, and if you're an overall player, I'd probably recommend you look at DWZ over Drinky. But for me, I'm sitting 2,900th. Um, am I going to be able to go up 2,000 spots into top 1,000? Even I then, know. I don't couldn't give a shit, if I'm completely honest. Um, top 1,000 doesn't really mean much. You get a $15 Zinger voucher. I love, I love Zingers, and I love my KFC, but... I would rather win a $400 head-to-head comp by getting Drinky in this week uh, as opposed to winning a $15 voucher. That's a whole lot of zingers. I could get, like, how's my... Oh, I've got to try and work my maths out. Give it, you, leave, give me time. How many zinger boxes could, could act- I get with 400 you could actually, bucks? You could actually pay off all your bolter bets to me and get two zinger boxes. <laughs> I could. I could, <laughs> I could actually. That's a good call. Um, the interesting thing with the Cowboys game here, and I think they're going to be turning up to play, is that the Cowboys need to win this game to stay in the hunt for the top eight. They can still make the top eight if South shit the bed and the Roosters lose next week. The differential there is big enough for them to be able to kind of stay in the eight. So they need to win both games. I know we're not a punting podcast, but it's something that can give you a really good gauge on the odds as to how teams are going to go because it's what the professionals, that's their job, think. Uh, Roosters are $2.30 to make the eight. Cowboys are $6. Yeah, wow. Gamble money responsibly. In that. Yep. Value. All about a value bet. And we took the Sharks at $2.50 last week. That was a value bet. We'll try and find some more on Thursday. Um, Anything else in this one, mate? Cowboys, Dolphins, any other options? I mean, Murray to I might even 
might even go to this one yet. So, yeah, nice. Oh, it is at Suncorp. So, yeah, why not? Just a little trip down the road for you. Yeah, I've never seen the Dolphins play, so um, I'd love to watch them get pumped. And Phil made a good suggestion that we have a bolter bet section in the Discord, so we need to set that up. I do. I, I'll I'll give him that one. We can I've track already, our bolter bets there. I've already got a beer selfies one, mate. It is maybe we uh, beers and bolter bets in there, so <laughs> yeah, that cool. we don't have to create another channel for it. Uh, mate, Storm and Titans. Before we answer some questions, we'll cover this game and then we'll tackle all the questions in the comment section. Uh, Storm Titans at Amy Park. This could be another game to target for your Melbourne Storm players. Yeah, 100%. Um, I was looking at getting Nick Meany out a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm not super worried about Pappenhausen sort of being in the mix. Um, yeah, not yet. Nick Meany playing football against the Titans. I'm excited. Yeah, Big if you're a Nick Meany owner, that is a play. <laughs> that is an absolute play this week. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen being on the extended bench, I don't see him fitting into the starting lineup. I think he'll come off the bench for 25 minutes or so maybe at the back end of the game, and maybe he gets a start in round 27. We spoke about this a bit on Sunday, so we won't double up on it, but I would say that we'll see him slide onto the bench and push and someone do you off. Think, and do you think uh, like young Tonamapea or somebody like that um, – Maybe Remus Smith, if he's named. I don't know. I didn't really look too hard. Um, sort of moves to the bench, and then Nick Meaney gets a gets a bit of a run in the centres. Um, Nick Meaney will probably play. And, and and Seve, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you I, I'd probably say Warbrick that Warbrick or Coates to the bench. Warbrick won't. Oh. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Maybe they'll play Warbrick at center. Yeah, maybe so. I don't. Like I don't that. know. I, I feel like they can't drop Warbrick. Like he's the future. He's in the future there. Uh, Nick Meany definitely a left winger though. So maybe Coates goes to right wing. Warbrick plays right center, and then we've got maybe Marion Seve drops drops out completely. Who knows? I don't, I'm not quite sure what happens there. But I do know that Nick Meany is a left winger. When he's a winger, he's on the left side. So I would say that that's how that plays out. And yep. also, Coates was a right winger at the Broncos before he went over to the Storm, wasn't he? So yep. um, that's his preferred side. He's played Origin rem- and right wing. I remember uh, he was right in front of my uh, my seats. Everyone. And then so. Sel- Selwyn Cobbo has basically ruined any chance of him getting the right wing position in Origin for Queensland now, hasn't he? Yeah. Not going to happen anymore, unfortunately. But anyway, good enough player. Um I guess the the things here to to talk about are Nelson Asofa Solomon is starting at lock. Not really super coach relevant. Gets good work through the middle. But good go forward for Harry Grant owners. Probably one yep. positive there. Um, the good thing I guess for people are that there's risk around Munster and Grant potentially being rested, and there's been talk about it over the last couple of weeks, and and there's been hints that uh, Bellamy was thinking about it, and it could still happen next week. But the fact that they're not rested this week in head to head grand finals is very positive. So yep. um, no rest for them. For the Titans, Jaden Campbell dislocated knee, unfortunately, and he's been replaced by Foran, who's back early, which is great. So for, great for, for feeder owners that Foran's back in the team. Uh, definitely not a sit, even playing against the Storm. The Storm haven't been the defensive powerhouse that they have been in the past. So I, um, I definitely would not be sitting for feeder this week, and hopefully people listened to us and didn't sit him last week. Yeah, look, I just feel like Fafita's a play every week uh, till he retires, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Um, and Cameron Munster owes me big time after last week. So any less than 100 this week against the Titans, and he is blacklisted from my team. I will never pick him again. But You heard it here first. 
But I tell you what, he's going to come good for my head-to-head comp. I might even put the C on him. Get spicy with it. Ooh, don't mind that. Uh, I'm sure that he'll get 27 for me and 127 for you. Yes. You're my boy, Blue. Uh, Eli Katawa, also running at Fafita and Foran's Edge. I don't know whether that's an advantage, to be honest. Um, I am... I really liked Katoa last week, and I have the trades to bring him in this week. I'm not going to do it for that reason. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the matchup, if I'm honest, but who knows? Who knows? Jerome Hughes is in incredible form, so you've just got to back that in, um, I think. Anything else on this one, mate? Nah, not too much there for me. Let's go to some questions or some comments in here. Adam... S has mentioned that his biggest challenge is not beating himself this week. Put the last minute captaincy on Harry Grant last week. That that hurts a little bit. Not as much as a Munster captain, but it still hurts. I think he finished on 58 or something, didn't he? So yep. you lost about 60-odd points if you didn't go with Cleary or even more if you didn't go with Nico. Um, Zach Logan wants to know, he's trading two of these three out. Which which two should he be picking out of Garrick, Latrell, and Teddy? Sucks he's stuck with all three. Who would you bail on? Two out of the three. Uh- well, Latrell's not playing, so he has to be one of them. He's my first trade out this week. Teddy's got a really nice matchup the last week. So I think if Garrick, honestly, if it's a fractured vertebrae, I know we haven't covered that yet. If it's something broken in his spine, he's not playing again, is he? Let me try and find an RL physio has, has done a write-up on it. Um, and he was saying that it's a pain management issue. It's actually not that uh, not that bad. It sounds terrible, but it's actually not that bad. So uh, where is it? Here we go. No, this was five hours ago. Um, Ruben Garrick in doubt for the final two games of the season after suffering a transverse process fracture in his back. This can be – it can sound scary, but thankfully these fractures pose little to no threat of spinal cord or nerve injury. Pain management is the main issue, but very painful. So, I mean, do Manly even risk it? They're not in, they're not in the run to make the eight. Why would they risk one of their best players and their fullback – in a game that's a dead rubber. Yeah, I think I'd move Garrick. And even after hearing that, if it's pain management, if it's whatever, I think it's Garrick and Luttrell out and hold on to Teddy and hope that he just goes gangbusters against, you know, like rivals. They're looking to make the eight. They're going to have all the stories behind them. Teddy could go absolutely nuts next week. Yep, I agree. Teddy is the only one of these three that could play round 27. That's that's my yep. opinion. Keep keep the number. You're going to need it next week. I reckon there could be some restings maybe. Uh, Matty Granger wants to know what our highest ever score is in a week. Um, I think mine would have been mid-year. I think I got 1530 or 1540 or something. But yeah, I think, I've never I hit think 1600. Yeah, I think mine's late 1400s at the moment. I haven't had a fantastic year to be honest. Um, but anyway, we're, we're having a dig. And um, yep. we do lots of things like we put our opinions forward and then don't take our own advice. So how good? Always. The amount of fucking good calls that I've made this year on pods that could have been fantastic, man. My, I could have come first. Telling everyone to get Ellie Katara and Semi Valame and then holding Latrell and Cody Walker. One of the fucking best. <laughs> um, Mark got 13.69 this week and went back 27 spots, mate. That's that's what happens when you're in the top couple of hundred because uh, there's some big scores in that top couple of hundred this week. I would already spend said there my Zinger voucher if I got that many last week. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Joshua Greenwood, bit of kindness in the chat. Just a shout out. Thank you both for all the calls this year. It's been awesome. Love your work, lads. Thank you. Thanks, mate. When, honestly, it's fucking easy when everybody gets involved and jumps on the pod and asks questions and makes the show flow. So we're, thank you to everybody that, that jumps on. Honestly, it's um, just a good excuse to pop on and um, have a few beers, to be honest. 100%. It's uh, nice every you know Sunday after you're watching the football, you have a couple of beers, you, you know, relax, talk a bit of footy for a bit. So can't complain. Pretty easy job for us. Um, I wanted to start this question uh, or this comment. Mark's mentioned that Lane would look good outside the fiddler waiting for Dylan Brown. Um, We'll leave that. We'll leave that there. But um, I do agree. I do agree. Sean Lane, also good looking bloke. Probably would pick up as much as Dylan Brown would. No, to be completely honest, after he uh, shaved his rug, his head looked like a penis. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He needs a slick back hair, Sean Lane, I reckon. Yeah, that was great. That was, that was elite. Was... I tell you what, I was a big fan of Gutho when he had the uh, long locks too, but um, yeah, yeah, not anymore. Yeah. Again, head yeah. looks like a penis. Mm, chrome dome. Uh, all right, so we've got an actual question. 
1972. Trading Walker and have enough for either Drinky or Manu. Fuck, that's a tough one, but I'm, I'm just going to say Manu. I'm just going to say you have to have Joey Manu this week. I'm not, yeah, I don't even think, like, obviously it's a question. Yes, Drinkwater is one of the most expensive players in the game for this reason, but Manu at fullback is just a different beast. Like, he could make, what, 35 runs next week? Fucking get him More. in. Yeah, with a good matchup. I think there were stats centered around uh, Manu at center. gets 18 receipts a game on average. I think this was before the season started, and he's shown us this yep. this year. Um, 18 receipts a game, so he got the ball 18 times, and when he's at fullback, he had 38 receipts. So you just look at the amount of runs he makes, he fucking 280, 320 meters a game when he's at fullback. You just need to get him. He's, he's well, my captain pull, this week. I can't believe he's not at fullback at another club, to be honest. Hmm. St. George, uh, we're having a crack at him apparently, but it looks like he's going to re-sign at the Roosters for some fucking weird unknown reason. It's not like the Roosters have even been good this year. Uh, I'd be I I'd mean, be going elsewhere so I could play fullback. He does look like he belongs in Bondi, to be honest. He does. He does. Fair call. Um, and Warbrick scored a hat-trick against that Dragons left edge last week. So definitely in the front of mind with DWZ buyers. So not a bad yep. shout. Could be a VC. And... Um, Luke Roden wants to know who scores more out of Manu and DWZ over the next four tonight. And I will go ahead and say that I think DWZ purely because Manu only gets one week at fullback. Me too. Me too. I think DWZ. Excellent. I'd love to argue with um, you about something, but yeah, I can't. And and Phil makes a good point. They've got Tyloo Kohler um, playing fullback for Manly, and there's no reason for them not to give Kohler a run over the next fortnight. There's no reason to bring Garrick back a dead rubber. So, yeah, I agree. I like the Cola pick at fullback too. We'll talk about that soon. Um, quick shout out to the Standard Squeeze as well. Use the code INSIGHT15, standardsqueeze.com. Get yourself a four-in-one. Get yourself a combo pack. They've got some cool jumpers and stuff as well. They've got hats. They've got all sorts of apparel. Um, and they've got like this wine cooler thing. You see, Maddie, if you're watching us on YouTube, you'll be able to see the, the nice – they call it a burgundy jumper, by the way. It's not maroon. It's burgundy. Uh, so the Queensland Burgundies next year, I'm going to call them. Love it. Um, they'll still, but they'll still win two one. <laughs> probably can't can't argue. Um, but guys, yeah, yeah, hit up the hit up the standard squeeze, guys. Quality bunch of blokes, and and obviously a great product that helps you drink responsibly and conveniently as well. Um, the amount of times I've gone to a mate's place and taken my squeeze with me, and it just saves me having to fucking grab a bottle and all that kind of shit. So hit them up. Use Insight fifteen. Get yourself fifteen percent off. Absolute no brainer. Uh, all right, let's move on. Roosters, Tigers, mate. This could be a thrashing. I'm very concerned as a Tigers supporter. Lucky we have nothing to play for. It's at Allianz against the Roosters. The Roosters demolish us at Allianz. Every single time we play them there, they flog the fuck out of us. And I think there will be absolutely no difference in this game either. Yeah, no, I wouldn't watch it if I were you. I probably won't. You know, actually, the only reason I will watch it is because I've held Sam Walker for the whole fucking season, and he is finally back. I held him in draft, and I get to use him in draft against you this week. I'm very happy about that. I can't, can't wait, wait for him to get, get seven. That. Yeah, I was about to say 11. I was about to say 11, but you've cut me short. Um, but he's he's back. Sam Walker's back. Drew Hutchison, pretty stiff. Played some pretty good footy, to be fair. I saw someone on Twitter, might have been SC Spy, um, ask what Drew Hutchison's uh, win percentage was at the Roosters as a starter. I'd be very interested to know because, fuck, it seems like he wins a lot when he starts. So um, he's gone. 18th man, unfortunately. Joey Manu fullback. We talked about that. Corey Allen comes into center. JWH is back at prop. So those are the only changes for the Roosters. Coruscant's back at hooker for the Tigers. Will Smith comes in. Um, not the not the rapper person, the other Will Smith. Uh, and then we've got Simkin. He's going to miss from a HIA. Luke Brooks is also out. Uh, he's out with a bad barbecue. So that's that's a shame for Luke Brooks. For anybody who doesn't get the reference, you're dead to me. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one and who should we be targeting in this one? Let's not talk Joey Manu. He's a must get. Yep. If you don't have him, get him this week. But anybody I, else? I think Suwalihi's side scores very well. Um yeah, I really like Suwalihi this week. He's not cheap anymore. Um, he's 600K. Uh, we could have got him at about 350 earlier on in the year. And look, realistically, I just think 
Corey Allen is going to pass the ball a little bit more, not being as devastating as a runner as Manu is. I think Suwalihi, if I had to pick one, could have an absolute massive one. Who's he running at North? Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna go large, I think. Silly. Uh, he's he won't have the goal kicking though, so that's one thing to keep in mind. Sam Walker will take the goal kicking back, but in saying that, I think Suwali could even just score a double against that Tigers left edge defense. Anyway, they're awful. Yep, they they let in the most tries in the comp. That's why I love the Jermaine Asako play last week. Didn't really play out the way we wanted it to, but he, um, still, he still scored a try. He just kicked it dog shit and like yeah, just didn't work out. That's right. We we said not to mention Marju, uh, Manu, but we mentioned the guy outside Manu. And technically, oh, anyone who's back ticket. anyone who mentions uh, Manu and then mentions the word pass, those two don't usually go together. So there is a realistic chance that no one else gets the fucking rock. It'll just be yep. Manu taking runs left, right, and center. He'll take forty-five runs on uh, against the Tigers and probably score four tries. And um, I'll have the captaincy on him. Thanks for let's coming. get the cheese. Let's get the cheese in this week. Yeah, to pass the ball off the ground to Joey Manu. Good. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Let's reference Joey Manu one more time. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was hoping someone to pick up on. Um, the Roosters must win this one. On a serious note, bringing it back to the ladder and how that plays out, the Roosters have to win this one to stay in the running. Uh, we expect the Cowboys to beat the Dolphins. So if the Roosters lose this game by some fucking miracle, I don't think they will, but if they do, they're going to be in a pretty tough spot to make the eight. So this is a must yep. win for them. I think they'll be up for it. Um they won't take their foot off the gas just because it's the Tigers, like another couple of matchups probably would, like Penrith would. Um, they'll be they'll be going full throttle against us, I think. So Basically, there's one the... spot for the Rabbitohs, Cowboys, and Roosters. We expect the Roosters to win this game because Tigers are the Tigers. Uh, Rabbitohs are going to beat the bye, and it's going to come down to the Roosters and the Rabbitohs, in my opinion, because I the don't only... think the Cowboys can beat Penrith. The only way that they both get knocked out is if differentials play a big part, plus minus, and the Cowboys win both their games well. Well, Cowboys have a 72 differential. Oh, sorry. Good math. And an 80 differential better than the Roosters. So I'd, even though I think they're going to tear them apart, I don't think it's going to be 94 nil. But also, have you looked at the South's differential? Because they're all on, are they all on 28 points? They're all on 28. Yeah, but the way that the Roosters play the Rabbitohs, like they're not, unless they draw it after Golden Point, that's going to be Yeah, it's not going to happen. I'm just saying that the Cowboys could honestly come through and beat them both. They just have to beat Penrith, and Penrith would have to just rest all their guys. Yeah. Which is every chance of them doing, depending on how it plays out. Yeah. It just depends. Like, I think it depends on how the Broncos go this week. I think Penrith will want that minor premiership. They've got 100 points. For and against on the Broncos. Yep. So they just need to tie in points they got first. So anyway, plenty to play for. Um, it'll be very interesting to talk on the pod next week. Maybe we'll be talking more about head-to-head matchups rather than <laughs> Supercoach. Could be plenty to play for. But um, mate, yeah, let's we, move on. We might let's just m- talk about punting the whole time. Maybe. Money to be made. Or the tipping comp that I'm nearly winning in. So we'll, <laughs> we could talk about that. Um, mate, Broncos Raiders uh, at GIO. Whiten and Seb Chris are in the reserves. They could both get named. I think Seb Chris is coming back from a hamstring injury. Whiten's coming back. What was the issue that he had last week? I can't even remember. Um, Corey Horsburgh's also been named after that head knock last week too, so owners would be a little bit relieved with all the carnage happening at the moment. Yep. Uh, Reynolds out with a calf. Jock Madden replaces him. Corey Oates is back as well for the that's Broncos. His, so I think That's his 200th game. Put him on for a meat pie then. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, get him on. Milestone game. Milestone yeah. game, take him. Uh, Dean Mariner's out as well. He loses, obviously, his spot to Corey Oates. And, and Jesse Arthurs yeah. is back after his head knocked last week. He's the 18th man in this one. So, obviously, if Oates isn't ready, I'd say Arthurs comes in on the left wing. And then Jensen at prop, which is all pretty irrelevant to Supercoach this week. The only question yeah. I really have for you this week is Reese Walsh. And do you get him with Canberra this week into Melbourne next week? I don't know whether I'm interested in anybody else in this game. No. Not because of the Melbourne matchup. Um, yeah. I, I like the matchup this week. But, yeah, I'm looking at a two-week play at the moment. And, yes, I could bring Reese Walsh in. Maybe I should just so that I've had a Bronco in my team um, for, for the last little bit. But to be honest, I just don't like the matchup next week. So. 
Good call. Fair call. I don't mind it. Anybody else? Broncos, Raiders, you want to talk about? Yes, I would. I'd like to talk mm-hmm. about Dean Mariner. 418K minus 28 break even. Let's fucking hope he doesn't get another game this year. That would be great because he's a target could, next year. Well, yeah, he's going to be close to 500K and like you're probably just going to go with someone else, to be honest. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, fair call. I can't argue with that. I mean, I don't. I haven't had Payne Haas all year. I think this is the first year of Supercoach in, fuck, I reckon, since Payne Haas came into the league or I haven't had him all year. Um, and it hasn't hurt me. I'm kind of lucky. He hasn't gone out and averaged fucking 85. Um, so there's been some good options at front row forward, and it's a bit of a dead spot. So I'm, I'm, I feel like I got off lightly. But, um, mate, let's move on to the Sunday games. There'll be one good one to finish. This this Bulldogs-Sea-Eagles game could be a bit of a stinker, though. I'm not quite sure how that plays out. Um, Morin is on the bench. Ockenball, 18th man for the Bulldogs. No one cares. Uh, Ruben Garrick's out. We've talked about this a little bit, but this hurts um, because the Bulldogs into the Tigers is why I held Garrick. I could have sold Garrick about four weeks ago, but I held him for these two matchups, and unfortunately, he's out. Obviously, broken back. Can't I can't expect the bloke to uh, to front up just for my super coach team, but it would be nice. But yeah. uh, Tolu Kola comes in at fullback, and I like that for him. I, I feel like he's not a guy I'm going to go and get, but it might be a little bit of an audition maybe for other clubs him at fullback over the next fortnight because I, I rate him. I reckon he's a quality footballer. So I can mention this now um, because I just looked and he's not on waivers in our draft competition that we're playing this week. Um, you could get to, you could get cooler in draft this week. Honestly, if you only have 400K and you needed to move Ty Ty Munro across to somebody, Akula's not a bad play this week, to be honest. It's Ty Ty Munro um, and Ty Ty Washington. They have like a similar name for a reason. Yeah, yeah, I just love it. I yeah, just, they're cool. I'm just giving people, we're bros. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good. I like that. Um, Burbo, also, oh, sorry, uh, Parker comes back in at center in this one. There's a fair few changes for Manly this week, um, probably due to the Garrick being out, Cola shuffling. Uh, Parker back in at center. Burbo comes back in on an edge. Kelmatua Lungi drops to the bench. Uh, Josh Schuster dropped completely, 800K playing in reserve grade. Oh, he's 18th man in this one, so he won't even get to play Rezies, unfortunately, if he's 18th man. <laughs> Um, and Gordon Chen come Tong comes in to play off the bench. Don't you swear and at me? <laughs> uh, I've seen a lot of people butcher his name um, on uh, actually everywhere. Poor bloke. I feel like I got it right though. Um, my, good player. My my phone he- heard that. And now I'm getting porn ads. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yes. Well, maybe maybe that's from all the porn that you watched throughout the week. It's. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you search too many things in Google. You start getting those ads pop up on your Facebook feed. So just be careful, man. You've got to go incognito with that shit. Oh, damn. Control shift N. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> that's right. Um, Jason Saab is a sneaky, nice option this week, I reckon, against a, a shitty Bulldogs left edge. The, the giraffe. Yeah. Um, I fucked up and suggested him midway through the season when he had a couple of nice matchups come up, and then he got, I think, seven <laughs> in the game after I suggested him. Uh, no, so that worked out beautifully. But um, he could be okay this week. He scored a couple of meat pies last week. Don't mind it. Yeah. Um, Bulldogs could, suck. If you really need to take a punt, then, yeah, it could be nice. I just don't know whether I'd be taking anybody on the left side for Manly because DCE is just so dominant on the right-hand side, and you've got Jake Arthur probably coming in to, to replace uh, Josh Schuster, I feel like DCE is going to get all the ball. So they're going to yep. go right to Olakawatu, right to Saab. Uh, so great for Olakawatu and great for us because we both have him too. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Last one, mate, Night Sharks. McDonald Jones, it's in Newcastle. Plenty to play for here as well, I think. You know, this is going to be more of a statement game, I think. I think the Knights have it sewn up. They, they probably will be settled in the eight, but the Sharks yeah. are going to want to go and prove that they can actually beat a team in the top eight. Hastings is back. Otherwise, they're one to seventeen. The Knights, and then the Sharks are also one to seventeen with Oregon Kafusi in the reserves. That could be the only probably change, late change. I mean, not, this is a very popular super coach team. People could be coming into this last game with like fucking eight or nine players playing. Yeah. Fuck. I've got a question. After owning Marju for a one week this year, fuck, I want him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's too late. 
the da- the da- you've done the dash. You can't just go. You can't get him in now. Surely I can. I can. I have the trades. But yeah, but would you over the other options? I mean, I'm getting. Do yeah. I know we're not talking about trades now. Fuck it. Let's talk the trades now. Um, yeah, let's talk I'm trades. There's D- not much to talk about it. I'm getting DWZ man, and okay. I can trade out Cody Walker. Move Joey Manu up and yep. get in. Like, I was looking at Eli Katoa, not really worth it. Honestly, I could look at Payne Haas fight and move some jewels around, not really worth it. But I tell you what, adding Maju and DWZ sounds like it could be a 200-point swing on getting Latrell and Cody Walker out of my team. Yeah, DWZ is a lock. If you, if you already DW- have Manu, that's sweet. You don't have to waste a trade there. I unfortunately traded him out, so I've got to get him back. But if you've got two trades to pull this week, DWZ probably has to be one of them if you don't have him. How much is the other one? Yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, Good question. I haven't had to worry about it because I've owned him for most of the season. 675. Yeah, cool. So (laughs) I can trade out um, Alex Johnston because he's worth more than Cody Walker. Put that into perspective. And um, and get him with, and then I can still hold Cody Walker by some miracle that he decides to play good football for me for the last week. So I wanted to get Dylan Edwards in, but if I go fullback only with um, Ruben Garrick, Ty Ty Munro, Willie Army, and Alex Johnston not playing this week, I actually can't field a full team. So okay. I'm going to have to trade out. Let me have a look. I'm doing this on the fly. This is great podcasting. Um, Alex Johnston and Latrell Mitchell for Greg Marju and Dallin Wateni Zalesniak. Mm. Let me know what you think in the comments, guys, because I could move Cody Walker out. Honestly, I was looking at 5'8", and you want to know what impressed me? No one. At least Cody Walker's <laughs> a chance of playing the last week. Um, Latrell's not playing. Look, I could go... Alex Johnston back in and get rid of Ruben Garrick, who I think is not going to play, but does it really matter? Not really. No, I don't think so. There is an outside chance Ruben Garrick may play. I don't, I don't, actually, no, that's that's not going to happen. He won't but Alex, a waste of time. But, and Alex Johnston's going to play the last week. So maybe I just go Alex Johnston back in, um, C&K to fullback. Yeah. yeah, and move Garrick out. I think so. I think that's the play. I'll be doing Latrell and Garrick out as well. It, they just it just makes sense. Um, the rest of my guys will probably play in round twenty seven. It gives me an extra number when it could be tough. Um, and I'm bringing in drink water and Manu, uh, bringing Manu back in after I traded him out a fortnight ago for C and K. So that that move didn't work, but it was the only way that I could get C and K in. Um, so the logic was there. But I feel like this. I just want to target this week. I feel like drink water against the Dolphins could go fucking huge. He could go massive. Anything could happen there. He's got the goal kicking. I like the matchup. I don't like the matchup against Panthers, but I don't really care about round 27. I'm out of the running overall, so it doesn't bother me. If I was focused on overall, I probably would get DWZ instead, but I just want to have a, yeah. a big crack at this week. Yeah, cool. I like it. And what about your captains and vice captains? Uh, I'm going to VC Scotty Drinkwater into C Manu. So I'm actually VCing and seeing the two guys I'm bringing in this week. Uh, so many good options, though. I mean, hey, it, we didn't even talk about it, but what about Nico Hines or Ke- uh, or Kalen Ponga as a captain option in the last game of the week? Yeah, I do really like it. I don't think that you can go past Kalen Ponga at the moment. He's in tremendous form. I am so just going to VC Cleary into Joey Manu, though. I really like Cleary's matchup against Parramatta. Their season's over. Um, they're throwing in the towel. I just think that he could go extremely large, but... With how much I like Joey Manu's matchup, it would have to be a massive score. It'd have to be 145 plus if I had to draw a line in the sand. Yeah, I think you, you yeah, if you got Manu, I think you'd need something like that. But you also said that you're not, maybe you get a free loop this week, which could sway if you can't field a full team or if you, you're not going to have an AE or, or anything like that. I know you said you're not going to have an AE nightmare. So, at least then you know that you're not going to be falling back on a Sonny Luke fucking 12 again. So my three guys that I'm not going to play are probably Reese Robson. 
I tell you what, uh, yeah, probably Reese Robson, Christian Welch, and Max King. Um, all those guys should get forty-five plus. Yep. Um, I will not play Welch, King, or Hudson Young this week. Those Who's are Hudson my Young three running sets. at? Do we think would we play Robson, Welch, or King over Hudson Young? Uh, Welch and King bore me to fucking tears. They, they'll get yeah, forty-five to. What's your ceiling? Like Hudson Young could at least score a try for his. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think his (laughs) base. I think his base would be. uh, His base is forty. I mean, he had the worst game ever and still scored forty-five the other week. So, I don't think you're going to get any lower than forty. Yeah, you've talked me into it, Hudson. That's what I had anyway. I had Hudson Young, iPad playing for some weird reason. Um, Nico Hines and Greg Marju off the bench because I've got Garrick sitting there. I actually can't. I'm three thousand dollars short of going Garrick to Mar uh, to Marju, um, so I've Spirit. actually got to go Alex Johnston. No bugger. Oh, it doesn't matter really. Uh, yeah, who cares? Um, Hudson Young's running at Jordan Ricky this week, so do with that what you want. I don't think it. I think it's neutral if I'm honest. Yep. A um, couple of questions here, but we'll wrap this show up. Um, Anthony's Art has asked us, what are our thoughts on Dom Young? Super pot over the next two weeks, down from Ruben Garrick, who's obviously out, frees up cash to then do Latrell to Drinky. What are your thoughts on those two moves? No. Um, I don't like the Dom Young play because I just think everything's coming up Marju at the moment, and I think that they're just going that way. I've got Dom Young in... Um, in draft, and he's somebody that I have was really excited about. I just think Marju is playing there next year. That is Kalen Ponga's preferred side. Kalen Ponga has been absolutely beasting it. I think it's going to come up Marju. At Dom Young's price, no. He's still late 500s, I think. Did you read Mark's comment then? Because you've basically said exactly the same thing. Um, Mark, oh, great no, I pod. Didn't. Yes, I agree, but they, they go left more at the moment with Ponga. And if I if they go right, Frizzell just runs it and gets it to Gagai. So, yeah, I do agree with that. I do like the upside of Dom Young, no doubt. And he's shown that he can score two or three tries in a game. But, yeah, Ponga's just so left side dominant, isn't he? I probably prefer Gagai over Dom Young, to be honest. Or best. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, best even. Yeah, I don't, actually don't hate that. Maybe yeah. that could be more of a pod if you're looking at something real spicy. Who knows? You know what? If you're looking at those, that's probably the best. Yep. For sure. Uh, Phil's doing VC, Sean Johnson, C. Joey Manu. Yep, I like that. Um, Adam is last reserve currently is Nick Meany, but may change if Pappenhausen makes the bench. Yep. I don't think that's a concern, mate, if I'm honest. I think Meany will not come off. Meany will just go to the wing, and he could jag a try out there on the wing. So... Don't, uh, Could be a, he's a be better winger there. than he is fullback anyway. I agree with that. And also, will Pappenhausen kick goals? <laughs> or will they just let Maybe. me kick goals? He might have just had a lot of time practicing kicking goals. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, other options, Nicara, Horse, Bateman, but not keen on their matchups. Yeah, look, I'd, I'd take the upside in Meany. He's got the goal kicking. He'll kick for at least 60 minutes at least. So it's probably my play, I think. I actually um, don't mind Nicara's matchup. This week? Who'll be running against that? Manly? Who's Edge? He'll be running at Lockie Fitzgibbon's Edge. Yeah. Um, like he's that. actually not a bad defender, but I think like, him and. I don't um, hate it. Nicker has been great. That's um, Nico's side. Yeah. Mm, yeah, definitely. Cool, mate. Anything else to touch on here before we wrap this one up? No. Are we doing a Thursday night show? Maybe we should do. We'll see if we. Yeah, we'll see. We might hop on and throw a couple of. Couple of bets, uh, bets on maybe. Yeah, yeah. Have a couple of beers and and chat with some super coach. I mean, this is the second last week, so we've only got what if we do a Thursday show. We've got Thursday, Sunday, Tuesday, Sunday, Thursday. We've got five shows left if we do our normal schedule. Yep. Yeah, it's bittersweet, isn't it? Season coming to an end, <laughs> but um, that'll do. That'll do us. Thanks, guys, for hopping on right on the hour as well. I thought we were going to go a little bit shorter. There wasn't much to talk about. Fuck, we talk some shit. Yeah, but um, thanks, uh, thanks guys for hopping on. Thanks for all the comments. If you haven't yet, please hit subscribe. We're very close to 700. We'd love to get there tonight or tomorrow if we can. Um, and if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever it is you get your podcast, hit that like. Make sure to follow us and, and leave us a review. We will see you Thursday, probably. 
for the countdown show. Otherwise, good luck with your trades. Hop in the Discord if you haven't yet. It's in the description. All the details are there. Hop in, have a chat with us. We talk final trades in Discord, and there's plenty of other sports and other great things happening at Insight as well. Uh, we'll probably talk about them Thursday. But um, yeah. otherwise, guys. We might we kept... might do a draft matchup show on Thursday. Yeah, I don't mind that, actually. I don't mind it. Yeah. We'll talk through our teams. Yeah, Cheerio. why not? Cool. Thanks, guys. 